Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crab and the Cross podcast. I'm your host, Mary Rose, with a special dual announcement. First off, the merch store is finally live. If you visit thecrabandthecrossmerch.com, you will see my storefront. I have two items available, a magnet and a sticker, both featuring the Crab and the Cross logo designed by me. Um, and both are $5. So just in time for the Christmas season, get your favorite Crab and the Cross listener a little bit of merch and support me in my work of creating this podcast. I'm still very new to the podcasting world and the podcasting market is a tough one to break into. And a lot of my listeners right now are uh, friends, family, acquaintances, coworkers, people I know. And so if you are in that category and you want to just Venmo me or pay me in cash five bucks for a sticker or a magnet, I'm more than happy to do that. We can just bypass the whole shipping thing. But if you are a listener um, and we are not connected in real life, I would be so honored if you supported me by purchasing a piece of merchandise. And since the merchandise is showcasing the Crab and the Cross logo that I designed, I want to just share briefly a little bit about it. Everything in the logo is a reference to the birthplace of this podcast, which is Southern Maryland, especially St. Mary's County, Maryland, which is the birthplace of Catholicism in the United States of America. And if you listen to the podcast with Dr. Henry Miller, you know that to be the case. Yes, I know that there were Catholics in California and Florida before Maryland, but those states were not part of the original 13 colonies. So they are not OG America. Um, So I just want to share a little bit about the kind of iconography, if you will, of the Crab of the Cross. And then stick around because I have a second surprising, but also equally exciting announcement. So the main image is this old-timey car with a sunset in the background. And that actually comes from a photo that I took after a friend's wedding. It was like 10 years ago, and they drove away in this cute little... Um, restored old-fashioned vehicle and for whatever reason the photo came out so good I'm not a photographer I do not claim to have good photography skills at all but I was like wow that picture came out really nice and I was just looking for something to kind of be the background instead of just a plain like black screen or something like that and I thought this is something I can kind of build off of and so it's just a very random image that I happen to have taken Um, It did have a tree in the background as well, I believe. And so if you start at the top left, hanging on top of the tree, those are tobacco leaves. Uh, Tobacco was one of the main exports uh, from this this region. There is actually a small town in, in Charles County, which is northern southern Maryland, called Port Tobacco, Maryland. A lot of the farms around here used to grow tobacco before they were... Um, bought out to grow things like soybeans. I'm not personally a smoker and I'm not a big fan of like a, a daily cigarette habit, but I definitely have an appreciation for anyone who can enjoy like a nice cigar, a nice pipe, something that has kind of a that, that sweet tobacco aroma and, and is not so addicted that they are causing themselves undue lung damage. Um, so that's what that is. And then as we move over, the church is the brick chapel. It's a reconstruction of the original church that was, um, built in the 
early to mid 1600s. We talked a lot about that church and the restoration of it in my podcast with Dr. Henry Miller. So definitely check it out. Uh, But it is kind of an emblem to me of um, Catholicism here. And then I superimpose an image of Mary above that. That was also a photo I took from a local Catholic church just to signify this is Mary's County. This is Mary's city. And this is Mary's land. Um, the place where that brick chapel stands is is the city called St. Mary's, St. Mary's City. And then we've got something a little bit bizarre, which is some dinosaurs. Those happen to be our state dinosaur. Believe it or not, we do, in fact, have a state dinosaur. Um, this species is called the Astrodone johnstoni. It lived during the early Cretaceous period from 95 to 130 million years ago. The word astrodone means star tooth, which is actually kind of fun because if you remember in the first season, I, I interviewed Mother Asterone. And so her, her name means like like the the Asterone dodeca, which is like the, the 12 stars, essentially the 12 crown of 12 stars. So that's just fun. I don't know. But it means star tooth and it derives from the fossils found in 1858 by Philip Tyson, then Maryland State agricultural chemist. His discovery of two teeth in the Arundel clay near Murkirk in Prince George's County was one of the earliest dinosaur finds in this country and the first in Maryland. Tyson gave the teeth to a local doctor and dentist Christopher Johnston, who sliced a tooth into cross sections, discovering a star pattern. In his 1859 article for the American Journal Dental Science, Dr. Johnston called the species astrodone. Astrodones were sauropods, which means lizard foot, and they weighed up to 20 tons. They had small heads, long necks, and long tails, um, and they could be up to 50 or 60 feet long and 30 feet tall. They were herbivores, feeding primarily on conifers, ferns, and other plants. Um, and all of that information comes from msa.maryland.gov. So how fun. Um, and then on the far right, there is a, a traffic sign that you will see around here, which signifies Amish or Mennonite, basically horse and buggy crossing, which is a legitimate, a legitimate cause for a bit of a traffic jam. If you've ever been stuck behind an Amish funeral procession, you know what I mean. And then beneath that is... The beloved SpongeBob SquarePants. Now, Mr. SquarePants himself doesn't have any ties to the region that I know of. But for some reason, St. Mary's County is home to not one but two giant SpongeBobs. There is one outside of Bull's Farm on Route 234. And then there was one outside the uh, Dyson Lumber Building uh, off of Route 5. So I've always been a great fan of SpongeBob. It is one of the best cartoons, at least like what I consider to be OG SpongeBob. It got a little weird after the death of Steven Hillenburg, but early stuff, golden. So got to represent. And then of course he's holding a Maryland flag, which is our our beloved flag. It is, I don't know why Marylanders, we're just really into our flag. And if you look at other state flags, like ours is very different. So perhaps that's why it's a little bit chaotic. Um, It's a merger of two, two flags, but of course you can't have a podcast from Maryland without the Maryland flag. Um, down at the bottom, that is our state flower, the black-eyed Susan. And then uh, above that is, of course, a blue crab, which is the best-known, quote-unquote, cuisine of the region. And, of course, he's holding a cross. And this evokes a story I told in the trailer, um, actually, of St. Francis Xavier traveling to Malaysia 
calming a storm by throwing his own cross into the sea and then later landing and a crab uh, brought the cross to him or so the legend goes. And and there are some sort of ties that St. Mary's County, um, Southern Maryland has to, maybe not Francis Xavier particularly, but the Jesuit order from which he belonged. Um, you know, Father Andrew White, who said the first mass in Maryland was a Jesuit. You know, they came here to not only minister to the early colonies, but to also evangelize. And of course, St. Francis Xavier is the evangelizer par excellence. He is the patron saint of missionaries, I believe, um, next to St. Therese. She, of course, never was an external missionary. She never left her convent, but she had a great desire for, for mission work. And she corresponded with many missionaries and had a real heart for mission work. But St. Francis was the true exemplar of, of, a, of a physical missionary who, who traveled to India, traveled to Japan, traveled to Malaysia, um, all around bringing the gospel to the East. So that is our lovely logo. And once again, you can purchase a magnet or a sticker at thecrabandthecrossmerch.com. Okay, now for the second announcement, which is that I have actually started a second podcast, as if I didn't have enough to do. So this podcast is a lot more narrow, a lot more niche. It may not appeal to everybody because it's not really for everybody. It is called The Catholic Dating Podcast. Throughout the past couple years, I have connected with a lot of Catholics in the dating scene, and there can be a lot of discouragement, a lot of confusion, a lot of like, are we doing this right? And also a lot of isolation if, if you aren't in a, a big community of other singles. And so just based on my own experiences, I, I wanted to create something that would sort of be an apostolate to the Catholic singles out there. I started um, like a Instagram blog a couple years ago, kind of sharing some of my own experiences. And I connected with a lot of people that way. And I love to get stories and input from other people. I by no means consider myself an expert, but the the podcast along with the blog allows me to tap into resources, so to speak, beyond myself. Um, and so some of the episodes are more personal. Some of them are more practical uh, there's also an opportunity to share feedback, share stories, or ask advice. So if you are somebody who's in kind of that boat and you think Catholic dating podcast might be helpful, then definitely check out the Catholic dating podcast. It is on Spotify and it is on Apple podcasts. I haven't decided exactly how I'm going to sort of merge these two. They will, they'll, they'll never be on the same platform but I guess sort of I don't know from a branding perspective like I, I might be changing my YouTube handle to be something that could feature both I don't know because I'm also going to be like putting up hopefully soon more YouTube videos like I did the short one on Fulton Sheen I did the short one on funny Bible verses um, I recorded one recently and then the lighting was so bad that I looked like Wednesday Adams and so I was like I need to figure something out. So I'm going to get some lighting equipment and hopefully we'll have a little bit of improved production value. That's like the challenging thing about like videos is that's a lot more of a financial thing. Like you need a little bit more finance, like money to get going than a podcast. Cause a podcast, you really just need like a halfway decent microphone, but you know, cameras, lighting equipment, that stuff can be a little more pricey. So I don't know. Uh, but definitely make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at the crab and the cross. 
Make sure you're following on Instagram at the Crab and the Cross podcast. I'm on Twitter at Mary Rose Depp, or I guess we're calling it X now. Um, the Crab and the Cross merch.com for magnets and stickers. And subscribe, share, rate, review, comment, like, etc. I wish you all a very blessed Advent season and a very Merry Christmas. I'm in the process right now of recording new interviews for season four, which will launch at some point in January after the new year. Um, So hopefully during my Christmas break, I'll have some time to do a little bit more writing too. I hope to get some more things up on the Substack. Um, And in that case, I might do some uh, like audio versions on here. So stay tuned. Um, But other than that, blessed Advent, very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I will see you all in 2024.